thank you for tuning in to The Way Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we seek to showcase the way that God wants us to live by looking at what is written in His Word. The Bible says God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. This is That Way. Here is your host, Houston Welch. Welcome back to the Wave Podcast. We're back here again with uh, my good brother and God's servant, Joshua Houston. And today we're going to be discussing uh, prayer. Uh, now, most most everybody in modern Christendom, and even a lot of people who uh, who are outside of, of the realm of, of Christianity, so to speak, uh, are familiar with with the Lord, or at least it's called the Lord's Prayer. I would like to call the Lord's Prayer uh, uh, John chapter seventeen, mm-hmm. uh, but this is the the model prayer. Right. This is the 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 prayer uh, which the the model prayer which Jesus gave us to pray after. Uh, and of course, we're not going to do it word for word, but it, it's a good um, a good model to begin with. Uh, so, first of all, I want to ask you, Joshua how how should a Christian pray? Well, I think Paul answers that in First uh, Timothy chapter two and verse eight, where he says that he he wants all men everywhere to pray, lifting holy hands uh, with the special regard to the Lord. And and you know we don't really do holy hands today. As a matter of fact, if you walk into a church and you see people lifting their hands, you probably think they're on the left hand side of things uh, versus the right or the middle of the road. Uh, in in their day, Paul's coming at it from a Jewish perspective. And the Jews did not pray like we do. They didn't bow their head and close their eyes. You know, they they lifted their hands to heaven and they prayed looking upward to heaven with mm-hmm. their eyes open. And so most modern or most Christians in that world were uh, converted Jews at that time. And so Paul is making reference there that when you pray, I want you to pray with the proper reverence that you should be giving towards God. And I think the same translates today. You know, how should we pray? We should pray sincerely. We should pray often. We should pray not hiding behind our uh, a false sense of righteousness that none of us have within ourselves. Uh, I, I see a lot of people praying today, and, you know, it's almost like the, uh, the, the Pharisee uh, in the parable that Jesus tells who goes out into the marketplace and he says, you know, oh, look how great I am, and thank you, God, for not making me like this tax collector. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of Christians pray today. You know, thank you, God, for making me the you know the the best to everyone. And that's certainly not what we want to do. We want to do it humbly, sincerely. Let God know our needs. He already knows what our needs are. Uh, ask Him for it and ask it according to His will. Yeah, you you reference First uh, Timothy two, and you mentioned the whole as as it mentions holy hands, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a, a something good to discuss. Uh, what 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 is that? What is the holy hands that he's talking about there in the text? Yeah. So in in First Timothy chapter two verse nine and following, we just talked about verse eight. Verse nine talks about women and modesty. And when I preach this text, and I do relatively often, I don't start with verse nine talking about modesty and women. I talk about verse eight first because I think that that is male modesty within the church, having a proper approach to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Paul and his audience, their holy hands are not something showy. It's not something that uh, that they're doing. And by the way, they don't do it in song. They don't do it uh, in in praise necessarily, like most modern uh, 
Protestant churches would today. Uh, they, they do it only in prayer. And so it's almost the same for us as folding your hands. You know, we teach our, our children to fold their hands mm-hmm. or, or whatever. It's the same principle, I, I suppose. Um, I, I have to admit, in their world, obviously, I can't, I'm not going to say yeah, that anything yeah, yeah. is wrong with that. Uh, in our world, we live in different cultures. I, I would think that it would probably cause more of a disruption than anything. If someone was to do that, it might make several people uncomfortable if someone was to do that. But the whole purpose of that is uh, to extend yourself toward God, which is what we're doing in prayer. We're, we're uh, pouring ourselves out before the throne of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the way that I've always, and we have an example of, of an individual in scripture uh, uh, presenting his hands forth to God. Solomon in, in first Kings, I believe it is first Kings chapter eight. Um, he is quote, dedicating the temple there. He's praying to God and, and thanking God. Now, it, it seems to be a very uh, a self-centered um, uh, prayer because he mentions I that I have done that I have done is like he's got the quote I disease. Um, but we see there that uh, he he's first he's standing before the altar. But I believe then at verse 42 or verse 46, it says that when he had finished praying, uh, he, he stood up from the altar. But back when when uh, when when it first mentions him standing before the altar, it says that he li- uh, lifted up his hands. He brought mm-hmm. forth his hands. And it seems to me that the idea behind it is you're presenting your hands to God saying, I'm clean mm-hmm. or, or, or at least hoping that, that you, that you are clean. Yeah. And, and I also believe that that could come with the idea of being holy, sure. holy hands. They're, 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 they're not like, um, other hands there they are they are clean mm-hmm. and so when like you mentioned when you see um individuals maybe in a praise team or they're singing whatever and they're lifting up their hands what are, what are they saying when they're doing that are they saying i'm clean or or what what's the what's the, or or is there just feeling behind it i i guess is where i'm getting at and so and and this also leads us when we reference back to Solomon on the question has come to my mind before, and I'm sure it has uh, to many others. And you alluded to it as well. You know, oftentimes we'll pray with our uh, eyes closed and our heads bowed. And and how do we have a a definite example, a clear cut example on how we should pray in that regard? Whether we should pray standing up, whether we should pray looking up to heaven, or whether we should pray laying down or bowed, etc. Well, the quick answer is no. Um, prayer is a conversation between you and the Lord. And however that conversation unfolds is, I, I think, appropriate given your, given your approach to God. I mean, Jesus even addresses it here in uh, Matthew chapter 6 and, and verse 9, when you pray, pray in this way. And then the first thing out of your mouth is, our Father who is in heaven. That in itself tells you who you're addressing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you know, when you approach the throne of God, who you're addressing. Mm-hmm. And so when we approach God, it, it doesn't need to be in show. And we'll talk more about that with Matthew six, but it doesn't need to be in show. It doesn't need to be seen by people. Uh, you get a, a few examples in the Bible about how to pray. We talked about the parable just a minute ago between the uh, Pharisee and the tax collector. Well, the tax collector, when he prays, he uh, bows his head. 
and he is blessed for doing that. He's he's the hero of the story, right? Or the hero of the parable. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when we pray, we bow our heads. We bow in reverence before God. Uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that's the purpose of bowing. Uh, you know, I've seen people get out of their pews and kneel when they when they pray. Fine. Uh, as long as you're not doing it to be showy or to be holier than thou, mm-hmm. you know, fine, go ahead. Um, I have seen some some people stand in the pulpit, uh, not necessarily with holy hands reached up, but, you know, with their hands kind of outspread, yes. palms yeah. faced up. Um, it, it's different. And a lot of times we fear different. I, I can't go so far as to say there's anything wrong with it. But I think it it all goes back to you on the inside. What is your heart trying to get across? Are you trying to present yourself to God? Are you trying to humbly approach the throne of God? Or are you just trying to make people around you feel weird? Yeah, yeah. And and almost everybody when they pray, and I, in fact, I don't know many people who don't do this. When they pray, they close their eyes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I don't know how many people who have actually thought about, well, why am I, why am I closing my eyes when I pray? Mm-hmm. And I believe it probably started, I don't know exactly why it started, but I believe it probably started to 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 escape from everything that's around you right closing your eyes so that you can only focus on god mm-hmm. and it also it, it it requires some discipline in order to do that because oftentimes you'll find yourself thinking about well, what am i going to eat for lunch yeah, right. or, or whatever or you know how am i going to get this job done you're thinking about what am i going to be able to do or or anything really well you know i remember when i was growing up our preacher said well, you need to pray all the time. You could pray when you're at a stop sign or pray when you're at a red light. And so I was about 16. I had my driver's license and I stopped at a red light and I started praying and I kept my eyes open. I was like, man, this is hard. You know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it's really hard to to keep your eyes open, but it forces you to be more disciplined to, yes, to yes. think about what you need to pray for and yes. get it done. And perhaps that's maybe one of the reasons why the Jews, when they prayed to God, they looked up to heaven because all you're going to be seeing is clouds, maybe a bird fly over every <laughs> once in a while. And so a lot of the, the, um, physical distractions are, are gone mm-hmm. when you look up to the heaven and which also most people believe that's where God is, et right. cetera. And so that may be one reason as well. Um, we've got a couple of more minutes. Um, we we haven't really even got into the questions, um, but but you you've somewhat covered it a little bit on how often should a Christian pray. Uh, well, I want to mention back um, to to the how a Christian should pray. We have them bowing down. Um, we have also Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane is a really good example. He sure. was he fell down on his face. He was mm-hmm. prostrate, uh, praying to God. Um, Nehemiah that that's a that's a similar situation mm-hmm. that you mentioned as you were. And at, at a stop sign or whatever. Well, he was before the king right. uh, during his time, and he was praying as well. But notice the similarity between all of those. They're praying in times of great distress. Yes, yes. And when you are distressed, it's a whole lot easier to fall to the ground than it is to stand. So mm-hmm. uh, that's true for all of us. So don't be afraid to wear holes in your in your jeans, kneeling, you know, to to be before God. Yes, ab- absolutely. Um. You also mentioned to whom do we pray? Uh, that's in that's in the the model prayer. He he says, "Our Father, uh, which is in heaven." That's one thing that I wanted to discuss and and maybe stress a little bit. Um, but here's something also that's important: being afraid uh, to pray. Uh, 
sometimes Christians can can be a little bit afraid to to go to God in prayer. I, I give a give an illustration real quick. I heard the story of a of a preacher who was was there was there was a member that was having a pretty hard time, and uh, he felt like he had done a lot of wrong, and and the preacher was saying, "Well, just just go to God in prayer, seek His forgiveness, seek His help, seek whatever you need from Him." And he said, man, I, I've done so much. He's, he's not going to hear me. He's not going to listen to me. And, and he was afraid to pray to God. And the preacher told him, well, won't you step outside here, look up to the heavens, and just curse God? And he said, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And he said, why? And, and then he, he got his point across. God was going to hear him. And so if God would hear somebody cursing him, God's going to listen to the prayer. Now, he may answer no, but he's still going to listen to you. And he wants to hear from you. He wants, he wants you to be there. Uh, we have many other examples that we could discuss and cover throughout the New Testament uh, in regards to prayer. Um, but uh, Joshua, I appreciate having you on again. And Lord willing, he's going to be back with us May 27th. And we're going to discuss uh, fasting. Uh, if you've stayed tuned in with us, we do appreciate you. Uh, be sure to rate and review us. If you're listening to us through Facebook, be sure to like and share and go check out the Scattered Abroad Network page. Be sure to like and share it as well. Uh, we appreciate you and have a good day. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.